Welcome. I'm Barbara Call, Senior Director of Content Strategy with CIO Marketing Services. Welcome to our podcast, Essential Connections, the Business Owner's Guide to Growth During Economic Uncertainty, brought to you by CIO and sponsored by GoTo. Today's business and IT leaders face a daunting future, driving operational efficiency while also tackling macro challenges like geopolitical instability, supply and energy disruptions, and significant economic uncertainty. All of this on the heels of a global pandemic. This podcast offers insights and actionable steps for business and IT leaders alike, featuring a lineup of top-notch executives from GoTo episode four, where we'll be talking about keeping teams together in a digital and distributed workplace. I'm joined today by Joe Deal, Chief Human Resources Officer at GoTo. Welcome, Joe. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Barbara. It's great to be here. Um, I lead HR, all of our people and talent programs for GoTo. I've been with the company about five years. We are very remote and distributed as a company. Our headquarters is it's nominally in Boston, but we're all over the place. And I'm coming to you today from California. All right. Nice to have you. So let's jump right in. My first question, tell us about your experience as an HR leader over the past three years, the way we think about human resources and employee engagement change, and how can SMBs and business and tech leaders boost retention and nurture a healthy and productive workforce through such turbulent times? Well, it's been kind of a crazy three years. I feel like we keep using the word unprecedented um, and and we keep using it for a a pandemic, for a war, for just there's so much going on. Um, We shifted a lot for our people and we had to do it very quickly in response to the pandemic. So some people had worked dispersed, some people had worked remote, many people had not, but they had to put a plan together and they had to do it very quickly. Um, So over the last three years, we've overseen GoTo's transition to a fully remote company for at least a year or so until we started bringing some people back to the office. We've had the great resignation, all the macro uh, factors that you mentioned. So it's been a crazy time to say the least. Um, But I think what people want from work and from what they want from each other, that cultural kind of human connection piece has not changed. Connections is what is important to people. We value working with other people and connecting with our colleagues and with our customers. Um, And so we've stayed very focused on the connections between employees, employees in the organization, our employees with each other, and then thinking about what technology and tools can make those connections possible especially when we were forced into this fully remote situation. Um, There was an impact on everybody's mental health. I mean, there were just so many other factors to think about. Um, So it's been a time of great learning, I would say. I mean, a pretty stressful time for for HR and IT leaders, but a a real opportunity to learn, to try new things. Um, And obviously, when you want to retain your great talent, I'm a big believer. I don't like the phrase human resources. It implies that people are resources. People are people and they are the lifeblood of any organization, especially if you work um, in an industry where you don't have any assets, you don't have any raw materials, you don't have a production, you just have people, knowledge workers. Um, that's key. That's key to everything you do. And so if your people are engaged at work with their work and connected to the culture of the company and to each other, If they know what's going on, they know what the company's mission is, and they know how they connect with it, then I really believe amazing things can happen. So 
putting that hybrid, remote pandemic, putting that lens on top of things, we still focus very much on those connections, our culture. How do we continue to establish and maintain connection to our communities, to each other, um, even when we're not able to come together in a physical office? That used to be a big part of our I would say our culture as a company, we had great office space and people would love to come into it every day and spend time with each other. And we had a rooftop terrace and a gym and a coffee bar on site. Suddenly, all those things went away and everybody was in their home office with various degrees of setup. So we really had to stop and think hard about how do we still maintain and establish those connections so that people can feel feel part of something. Um, now that the pandemic is, I hesitate hesitate to say it's over, but I feel like the worst of it is behind us. Um, we have some people that are remote. We have some people that come to an office a day a week. Some people um, come in four days a week. So it was actually easier when we were all remote. We were all on the same level playing field. Now it's a little bit harder. Um, and so we're having to rethink again what works and what doesn't when you've got um, yeah, it just it's about creating an equal experience for everybody, no matter where they are. Yeah, really interesting. I mean, we've faced so many of the same things um, at Foundry, so mm. I hear you. Yeah. So this whole shift to remote and hybrid work has put an enhanced focus on HR and IT. Why do you think that happened? You know, I think historically HR and IT have just, yeah, they're, they're good, solid functions. They're behind the scenes. When it works, you don't really need to pay attention to it. You don't need to think about it. I think this shift has put the work that both these functions do just at the forefront of every CEO's mind. Um, how do we keep our business running when everybody's now at home? How do we still connect with our customers? How do we keep productivity up? Um, and there's been, you know, some some good and some bad. You know, there's been certainly some stories of companies that have bought these productivity monitoring tools just to check that everybody's still working hard at home. Um, but all of that comes back to technology and people. And so I think that's what's put this enhanced spotlight on the HR teams and the IT teams um, and the work that they do and the impact, obviously, that they can have on the company. I think if you sort of step back, I mean, productivity monitoring aside, maybe that makes sense for some companies. I think a better way to go is to think about how do you create those same experiences, use technology so that people can continue to do the work that they did when they were in the office. Um, and just really think about you know, your employees are still at the heart of the company's success. What do they need? And that shifted from, you know, I'm going to speak more from an HR perspective. We had to think about, you know, we always think about well-being as a company, but we had to think about it in a different way when people are remote, um, when people were going through all the things that they went through and are still going through. We have a large number of employees um, in Hungary. That's a, a core development area for us. The bordering countries, Ukraine, they're at war. So just you know, the inflation, macro pressures, mental health is, is, a, is a big factor that a lot of companies maybe didn't think about as much and they have to now. How you treat your employees, how you've looked after them during this pandemic, I think the better job you've done at that the more that's standing you in good stead now as other crazy market dynamics are happening. So is that human dynamic where HR has been, you know, very key in creating a cohesive, rich work experience, no matter where your employees are. And then there's the technology tools and support piece where IT have been so key in making sure that not just the day-to-day -day friction points 
um, you know, my, I'm at home now and my printer doesn't work. Or yesterday I, I was presenting at our all hands and right as I came in to present, my microphone stopped working. Um, those day-to-day friction points that get in the way of doing your job well, but then there's also the technology that you can use to make it even better, video conferencing or ways to share documents and collaborate with people now that they're not sitting next to you in the same space. So I think those those are a couple of examples of where HR and IT have such a critical role to play um, as you maintain community, you maintain culture, um, and you not just maintain but enhance people's productivity and their ability to get their work done. So I don't know, it's been it's been a very busy time. Yeah, it certainly sounds like it. Great stuff. Before we continue our conversation, I'd like to say a few words about our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by GoTo, the only all-in-one business communications and IT support software, making connecting and supporting your people easy, even in uneasy times. GoTo.com. All right, welcome back. We've been talking to Joe Deal from GoTo. Joe, my next question, how does technology impact our work lives and how can having the right tools help to foster employee engagement? I think technology is such a such a key part of modern work life, whether, whether you want it to be or not. We all have the ability to take our work wherever we go. Um, and then obviously when we took our work into our homes, um, it, was, it was pretty invasive. Um, but having the right tools can help with your productivity, they can help with your balance. You remove that friction, you can get things done um, and, and then hopefully go on and enjoy the things that matter to you outside of work. And I think that's a very key part of um, how companies should think about enabling their people in this new on-demand, work-from-anywhere-all-the-time type situations. But if I really think about the right tools and technology it's funny, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the Maslow hierarchy of needs. It's a, it's an old model that talked about, you know, human needs starting with food, water, oxygen, and you need those needs to be met before you can start to think about, you know, personal growth and self-actualization. I think for certainly in my household, Wi-Fi probably comes before food and oxygen. Um, it's only the way my kids are like, yeah, we have a power outage in California and the Wi-Fi goes, that's that's the worst of everything. So, you know, there's those essential things that we need. Um, Wi-Fi, uh, the tools to collaborate, the tools to stay connected. They're just essential, I think, for employees to get their work done. Um, you know, I mentioned yesterday I had some technical issues. So we have some great tools where right after the company meeting, somebody sent me a Slack message with a link that I clicked on and that was it. They were inside my PC and they fixed fixed everything for me. So that easy remote IT support, that helps us um, just keep moving in our day, removes the friction, fixes the issue because otherwise we'd all have to become you know, technical savvy and fix our own issues. So I think things like easy remote IT support, tools that help you share documents, and of course, you know, go to meeting, the video collaboration, it's nice to see other people's faces when you can't be with them in person. It's so much more powerful than a, just a phone call, I think. So those are some of the essential things. Um, and if we do it right, um, given how reliant we are on technology, just little things, dropped calls or poor audio, they just can have an outsized impact and get people very frustrated. So those little frictions, I think, can build up. And that, to me, is a big source of disengagement. So that's something that we always try and stay on top of. 
Those are the kind of the basic levels in the pyramid, if you like, if, if that Maslow hierarchy. If you start to move up, um, then you can start to enhance engagement and overall success for your employees and make the difference between an okay work experience and then something that truly delights, delights your employees and indeed your customers. And I think those collaborative moments, those engaging moments are vital for, for small and medium-sized businesses to really thrive, to really um, get the most out of their employees. I think when we're feeling engaged as an individual, we're inclined to give more. Um, and we enjoy everything more. And I think that just leads to a better, better outcome in terms of business results. So having the right tools and policies in place, um, having your employees connected, that can all add up to more than the sum of its parts and produce amazing things. So, uh, you know, thinking about it for your remote workers and your in-office workers and then those that maybe travel around, maybe they work out of their car or a coffee shop as well as the office, as well as at home. I think... Um, Building it up from there, building it up from the essentials and thinking about all those different stakeholders and audiences, that can really help. Yeah, great advice. Thank you. So my next question is about some research data in a survey by Frost and Sullivan, commissioned by GoTo. The survey found that while 78% of respondents view flexible work as positively impacting employee productivity and company culture, 43% say it's become more difficult as a result. Joe, what's your response to that? I think it's very true. It it got harder um, when you had all of your people in one, you know, within four physical walls. You could have a great help desk. People can come to you when they need it. We all love. Well, I think we all love. I love flexible work. Um, I I love having that balance of being able to get my work done. Um, and also have time for a family or hobbies or passions or things outside of work. So I think we're all looking for flexibility. For some people, that's full remote. For some, it's hybrid. But I also want everything to work. I want everything to be as good as it was before. And so that does put quite a burden on IT teams and HR teams. I think, you know, in the past, as I've said, IT, it just worked. It was there. You just didn't notice it. But now, we all need to be a little bit more self-sufficient. We need to figure out some of our IT problems at home or in the car or the coffee shop. So that puts more pressure on our IT teams to find new solutions and find new ways of supporting people. Um, in the past, you might say, well, Boston was our headquarters. That's where you'd go if you needed you know, laptop support. You'd go into the office and you'd get help. Now, I think of our HQ as you know, somewhere in the cloud. And so IT have to think about supporting people no matter where they are in the world. And instead of them being in maybe 15 offices around the world, they're in 3,433 offices around the world. So you've got to rethink things and I think somewhat manage expectations of employees. You know, employees can be very demanding. They also have expectations that they want met. So communication, context, here's what we can do for you. Here's what we're going to need you to do to make this work. I think communication is always key and that helps really manage expectations as well as maybe investing in some different tools and technologies. Um, it doesn't have to be a lot of money spent. It doesn't have to be buying a lot of new tools. You can consolidate. There are many tools out there that are pretty simple. They're secure because we haven't talked about security, but obviously with people all over the place in their home offices, working on customer data, employee data, security becomes a big factor. I don't think we've got time to really speak about that today, but security, simplicity, affordability, and of course, reliability. Those are all the things that um, IT are now having to solve for in a very different way. So their lives have become more difficult. And I think 
I hope within that, most companies are much more appreciative and aware of the great work that our IT departments do. Okay, great conversation. Thank you, Joe. So here's my last question before we close today. As we look ahead with international unrest and the possibility of an economic recession, what advice would you give to business and IT leaders? What are the major factors you would consider? I think, as I've said, I've said earlier about how you know people are the key. For many companies, they are the the only asset you have, um, and whether they you have other assets or either way, people are a big part of it. And and so focus on them, talk to them, listen to them, ask them what they need. We made a lot of investments um, during the pandemic in helping people get home offices set up. We put financial stipends in place. We gave them um, ergonomic advice to make sure they had things set up right. We invested in extra well-being and mental health resources. And some of those were just needed for a period of time. And some of them we've continued with. I think all the things we did to respond to people, just to recognize what they were going through. I think the um, the first company meeting we did after um, we'd all gone into lockdown, we were all at home. I, I was in the middle of presenting and my son just walked on camera and said, mom, what do you want for lunch? Um, and it was just a very real moment. We've all, uh, you know, we all know each other's dogs and our pets and the, the things we hang on the wall in our home offices. I think it's really lovely in a way that we've all managed to connect in a different way with people um, outside of work in their home environment. But I think just recognizing that's real. I think leaders role modeling that um, flexible behavior. We understand if you've maybe had enough of being on video, switch off your camera for the next half an hour. I will often tell people, yep, I'm not going to go on camera today because I am still in my pajamas because it was an early morning call. I think just being very real with people, very authentic, that helps you build up credit in the bank, if you like, so that when you're weathering these tough times, um, the unrest, the economic weakening, what, what probably will be a recession, certainly in some countries, People have, um, they remember how you treat them and you have trust, you have loyalty, you have things built up. So I think those are big factors to always, no matter whether it's good times or bad times, focus on your people. I'm, I'm a big believer in listening. Um, I don't know what all the answers are. I don't know everything that people need. So we do a lot of pulse surveys, um, just a few questions or maybe 10 questions on what's working, what's not, what could we do better, what's on your mind right now. And the answers we get, there's such a wide variety of things. And of course, we can't solve for everything. But we've upped during the pandemic. We're, we're a company that volunteers a lot and gives a lot back to our communities. We like to be really involved. Well, that was hard during the pandemic, but we find we found ways to do virtual volunteering to keep those connections. It was a nice way for employees to come together with each other and still a nice way to give back. So those team connections, my team on just recently, we did a security, cybersecurity training that was an escape room. So we came together and did that for a bit of fun, just for a break from working. Um, so socials, not just doing work calls, work team calls. Let's talk about work. Let's talk about socials. We have a social call, my team, every Friday. And if you can't make it, that's fine. If you can, just a quick chat. What are your plans for the weekend? Just making our connections with each other as human to human versus, you know, always about work. So focus on your people and support your IT teams. Those demands are only going to increase. And I think for SMBs, you know, 
there are investments you can make. There are also savings that you can see that you can then perhaps reinvest or even save money because we're all under economic pressures as well. So it doesn't just mean buying more and spending more money. It could be consolidating. It could be simplifying or it could be as simple as just having your CEO, having your executive team check in with your IT team and thank them for the work they're doing to support the business. That's great. Great advice. I really like those ideas. Wonderful. Thank you, Joe. Excellent discussion. Thank you again to my guest. Joe Deal is Chief Human Resources Officer at GoTo. And thanks to you, our listeners, for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this fourth episode in the Essential Connections podcast, brought to you by CIO.com and sponsored by GoTo. I encourage you to tune in for episode five, where we'll explore customer centricity, the great differentiator. And if you missed any of our earlier episodes, the entire podcast series is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. For information, be sure to visit goto.com. For CIO and GoTo, I'm Barbara Call.